It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, From the friendly confines of Peak North, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Coming up on today's show, we will talk about Paul George. There's a social media post showing Royce O'Neal, Spider Mitchell, and Carl Anthony Towns all working out with Paul George. But the big thing is, is how soon... Can we now expect Paul George back with the Oklahoma City Thunder? Could it be sooner than possible? We'll even hear from Paul George on his injury. We'll hear from Sam Presti today as well, and we'll talk about trading that number 21 pick overall, which the Thunder are apparently shopping around, but there are some things that could prevent them from actually pulling that off. And then finally today, um, you've got DeMar DeRozan former player for the Toronto Raptors, now with the San Antonio Spurs, going through something and saying something that at one point or another, I think we've all felt in our lives. So I'll tell you what that is. Plus, no matter what happens in tonight's game between Toronto and Golden State, or depending on when you're listening to this, Game 3, we already won. Even if it's the worst thing possible that comes out of tonight, there is something that has... um, has made us all winners. I'll explain that um, as well in segment number three. Sorry the tease wasn't any better on that. Uh, My name's Eric G. I host a website or a channel for maven.io. That's maven.io. My my particular channel is called Thunder Maven, so check that out at basketballmaven.io slash thunder. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app to your smartphone to listen to this podcast. It's free. It's super easy to use. And... It's got every single podcast you've been searching uh, searching for, plus personally curated playlists made up just for you by their expert podcast, Tastemakers. It's pretty cool. So whatever you like, 
Himalaya will figure it out, create a playlist for you. And I'd also like to thank Hotels.com for sponsoring this podcast. Today's show being brought to you in part by Hotels.com or being brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Now look, don't hate like your French trip. That's just being a bad friend. And it's not being very nice. It's the summer. Book your own trip with Hotels.com and get rewarded, well, basically everywhere. Be there, do that, get rewarded from Hotels.com. Paul George sent out a social media post or somebody sent out a social media post on behalf of Paul George and this particular place that he's working out in California that had him, Carl Anthony Towns, Royce O'Neal, and Spider Mitchell. Um, all hanging out, and I'm assuming, what I have to assume is that they were doing basketball-related activities, which is one of the vaguest, most lame terms in the history of the human language, or at least the English language. Maybe not the human language overall, but the English language. Why do I say that? The reason I say that is because Paul George is coming off shoulder surgery. We were told that he wouldn't be doing basketball activities for about six weeks. The problem is, is what classifies as basketball activities? Because lifting weights, if you're in a particular sport and you're lifting weights or you're doing push-ups and you're doing it to make yourself stronger or better than what you are, that could be classified as a basketball activity. But just assuming that this means it's about him getting out on the court, being able to lift, actually lift his arms above his head and actually take a shot, that becomes something different. And unfortunately, with this workout that that we now know, at least by social media standards, did take place, we don't know exactly what happened. We don't know what happened in that workout. We don't know if he was shooting, if he was dribbling, um, if he even looked at a basketball or essentially was it just conditioned training. And this is a facility that a lot of athletes use. And I'm going to err on the side that it was pretty much conditioning that Paul George was doing. And it wasn't a whole lot of running plays, shooting baskets, passing the basketball, and doing that sort of activity. I would still think, considering the fact that Paul George is having surgery not on just one, but both shoulders is that he is going to be back really about that timetable, if not later. And here's what Paul George had to say earlier, or at least during his exit interview before he went on this extended summer break, about when we might be able to see him back and at what point he might be ready to play for the Oklahoma City Thunder. The season's over. How how do you get your, how has your shoulder been evaluated and do you know if there will be a procedure or anything along those lines? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll uh, address it um, pretty soon. Uh, try to nip it in the bud right away. How much pain were you playing with throughout the playoffs? Uh, not much. <clears throat> not much at that point. Is it a labor? That's what the rumor is that you had a torn labor. Is that true? I'm not going to discuss <laughs> what it is. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm not going to discuss what it is. Actually, <laughs> uh, but I will address it soon. Try to get it fixed and get back out there. Come this next season. Is there a sense that there was a lot left on the table because you were injured just around the locker room? Is there that sense that you guys could have gone much further? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I think so. Um, 
you know, the fact of the matter is injuries is part of the game. It's, it's, it's what goes on during the game. I don't got no excuses for it. I mean, I was I was out there and I was able to compete. So, um, you know, I, I was limited to a, to a sense sometimes, but it didn't stop me from competing. This still puts Sam Presti in a really weird situation because ultimately it means that Sam Presti still has to figure out whether or not he needs wing help, whether or not Paul George is going to be there to start, who he, if he needs to bring in somebody, if there's somebody else that he could move up, like Jeremy Grant. Do you have Jeremy? And let's think real, let's just think about this for a second. Let's think about the worst case scenario that could possibly happen for the Oklahoma City Thunder, and that is you move Jeremy Grant to the three, who has been working on his three-point shot, but hasn't quite found it at a consistent rate. You start Patrick Patterson at the four, who was supposed to be better than what he was this past year, but essentially for two seasons has been a disappointment for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Then you've got Russ, and I'm going to guess if he's healthy, Andre Robertson, which that is not even by any stretch of the imagination. A total guarantee. He would start at two, and then you've got Steven Adams. There's your there's your starting five for the beginning of the year of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, me saying that, I understand um, that's probably a bit of a stretch. Um, I would think it would be just seeing as how the roster is now. And all this is purely speculative because as far as we know, Andre Robertson is going to be back, so I would think that he would start at two if, in fact, he is back because bringing him off the bench... Makes no sense to me because he has no offensive firepower. Russ is your one. I don't even know why I'm bringing that up. Your three at this point. I mean, what are you bringing in Deontay Burton to play three? With as inconsistent as he was shooting. And then Jeremy's your four. And then Steven Adams is your five. But so much movement is going to happen with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And the overall running theme throughout this summer has been this. Thunder fans want this team to look different. And if Paul George comes back sooner rather than later, certainly that that is helpful. And you have to imagine that Paul George, his reps, somebody have kept open communications with the Thunder about his particular health at this point. And Sam Presti, Billy Donovan know whether or not to be excited or not to be excited about that possible return. And speaking of Billy Donovan... One thing that we have to mention, uh, because it seems like every day Billy Donovan is losing another assistant, and Sam Presti did say that he expects Billy Donovan to be back, but has there been any communication or how much communication has been going on between Billy Donovan and the Oklahoma City Thunder, which is something I want to know about, and what is that conversation like at this point? Is that conversation basically being about these guys, are they discussing personnel? Are they discussing coaching hires? Or is the communication cut off and it's all down to Billy Donovan's reps talking with Sam Presti about a possible extension as the thunder turns? And so much focus has been done on the Lakers this year. And I've said this before, so I'm sorry for being a little bit redundant, but so much so much of the offseason has been dedicated to the Los Angeles Lakers and the future of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and Kawhi Leonard that the Thunder have really been allowed to go into the radar or under the radar. But I think when you look at it, outside the Lakers being the total mess 
that they are at this point and proving that they have no idea what they're doing in that organization um, after bringing Lionel Hollins on. Not that Lionel Hollins is a bad coach. I don't think really necessarily Lionel Hollins is a bad hire. But you bring him and Jason Kidd both on under Frank Vogel and you've got this guy looking over his shoulder. That can't do anything but help spell mistrust. And I just keep thinking about... Uh, what a particular NBA coach told me about Lawrence Frank and how much he backstabbed Jason Kidd. So on one in one respect, probably Jason Kidd won't be the backstabber that Lawrence Frank was and will do what he needs to do to best serve Frank Vogel. And I'm not saying that Lion, Lionel Hollins would stab him in the back, but hey, you're Lionel Hollins. You've been successful in the NBA. You're Jason Kidd. You've been successful. It's only human nature at some point to think you can do a better job than the guy that is above you. And that only spills drama. Because, But because you've got all that going on, the original point was this. The Thunder is such a fascinating story. And so much is hanging in the balance with the Oklahoma City Thunder that if it wasn't for the Lakers and it wasn't for the Thunder being the buttoned-up organization that they are and every bit of this really being speculation that you would be hearing a lot more about them on shows like The Jump. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Please download Himalaya to your phone because that's the easiest and best way to listen to Locked on Thunder and every other podcast we have in the Locked on Podcast family. All you have to do is go to the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. It's free. It's super easy to use. And every single, every single podcast you're looking for They have it. Whether it's comedy, mystery, thrillers, sports, you can find everything on Himalaya.com. Also, thank you to Untuck It. My wife and I were just talking about this, how stupid I look in my normal Oxfords that are untucked, especially when I'm going into business meetings. And uh, Untuck It is going to help me out with that. Most importantly, they're going to help you out with that. So if you're looking for a great Father's Day idea, so hey, if you're looking to give a hint to your wife, or maybe you are a wife listening to this, then go to untuckit.com, use the promo code NBA, get 20% off, and uh, whether you're going out for the weekend on that date or going to the business meeting, Untuck It looks fantastic. No tucking or tailoring required. It's Untuck It, promo code NBA, 20% off your first purchase. This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Coming up next on LOT... What could possibly be standing in the way of the Thunder trading the number 21 overall pick? Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
Thank you again for listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Eric G, and there is a report from, I think it's, I can't remember if it's Sham Serena or Sam Amak. Uh, I think it's Sham Serena from The uh, Athletic. It says the Thunder are about to trade the number one, the number 21 overall pick. Yeah, if the Thunder had the number one overall pick, there's no way in hell trading it. But number 21, I've long speculated that it wouldn't be bad for the Thunder to trade that pick. Obviously, Sam Presti, um, considering the reporter that it came from, is out doing his homework, and I trust the report and would think that um, if you're Sam Presti, you're really going to have an opportunity over these next few weeks once the finals wraps up to test the waters to see how hot that number 21 pick is. But the Thunder could do it uh, to relieve a little salary cap issue because I think it's, what, $2 million and some change that that number 21 pick overall would get. Plus, you're looking for help now if you're the Oklahoma City Thunder. This is, again, another one of those themes that we've had on this podcast Thunder need help now. They don't need to bring in somebody who's going to take a year or two to develop. And that's what usually the number 21 pick gets you is somebody that takes a while to develop and then eventually comes along. Terrence Ferguson, by the way, number 21. And uh, Terrence Ferguson is just now. we're, We're starting to see the fruits of what Terrence Ferguson could be after he he was picked number 21 overall. The problem is, is there is a rule in the NBA that says you cannot trade first-round picks in back-to-back years. But just like everything else in sports, it's not necessarily a hard, fast rule. So there are some things that could possibly mean that the Thunder could trade this. One avenue that the Thunder would have And this, in my opinion, would be the easiest avenue of all is that you find out what a particular team is looking for. If there's some team that is more in the development stage than you are, or there's some team that doesn't have an an, an overall first-round pick, you might be able to go out, draft a player, trade that player to said team, and in return, you actually get some veteran help That could help your ball club right now. Easiest way to do it. Then you have to go through the NBA, package picks, send things, and that's where it all starts to get a little bit more convoluted. And even myself, as much much research as I do on this, I don't even understand it all. But I do know what's possible, but Sam Presti is going to have to find a taker and find a taker soon because the clock is ticking, because you've got free agency coming up, you've got the draft coming up, And at this point, if you're Oklahoma City, the good thing is, is you're not waiting on a big-name free agent to sign with you. You you don't have to worry about that at all. But you might have to make some moves with some guys, and you might have to do it sooner rather than later and get some salary off the books as quickly as possible. So if you're going to take that number 21 pick overall and it is somebody you're expecting to play or pay, you're not going to have to pay as much in the luxury taxes. But for Sam, I, I I don't see right right now. Again, I can't figure out where number 21 overall benefits you. And if you're the Thunder right now, um, again, for me, it, it's, it's simple. Call the Houston Rockets, figure out how willing they are to trade, and then maybe you package that 21st pick overall to Houston and send them a guy like Dennis Schroeder, because if they're that serious about getting rid of Chris Paul, they'll need a starting point guard, and Dennis Schroeder can definitely be that. 
And um, you know what? As a matter of fact, you know, why am I talking about all this? Let's, let's hear from Sam Presti. Talk about what he thinks is the best road to take for this team to continue, continuously stay better. But um, there's no perfect team. And as I said earlier, um, majority of the questions last year about the defense, getting that corrected, I felt like even with the hit we took with Dre, you know, we had some guys step up, and I think the players and coaches did a pretty good job overall. Again, they're supposed to be a top-five defense. But you're not going to solve one thing without creating another situation somewhere else. And, um, you know, that's, uh, that's something we'll have to continue to look at, and I'm sure you guys have plenty of questions about that. I'm happy to answer them. Um, as we look into the offseason, the key for us, it always is the same. It's, okay, how do we create a path forward? How do we create as many options as possible? Um, I, you know, to be honest with you, going into year 12 after 11 years and being in the playoffs nine out of 10 years uh, with changes uh, all around us, it, it gets harder and harder, you know. But if I sat here last year, um, I wouldn't have been able to foresee or predict, you know, what we've been able to do at that point in time. So I can't tell you, you know, you know what that looks like. I can only tell you that we're going to look for literally every single way to improve the team, uh, both externally and internally. But that's no different. And um, I personally, I, I love the puzzle. I love the challenge. I love this time of year. Uh, I love the opportunity to be with the people that I work with to try to solve these things. Um, you know, and you know, there's a there's a price to the longevity that we've that we've established, and we got to keep we got to keep grinding and figure out ways to make it last longer. Um, this will be the first time in four years that we aren't entering the summer trying to convince a franchise player not to go to a bigger market. So I'd say that's welcome on our end of things. Um, you know, when you're going through those things, I think it's relatively unprecedented that an organization has faced that four years in a row. Um, I'm proud of the way we've navigated that, even though sometimes it hasn't gone our way. Um, and, you know, you do things and you stress yourself and you push yourself and, um, you know, trying to convince those guys to, to stay is, is, is a challenge. The fact that we have uh, Russ, Paul, uh, Steven, Terrence, Dennis, Jeremy, um, you know, really the, the, the core of the team, the guys that play the minutes um, under contract is a stability that we welcome and it allows us to go into the off scene with a little bit of a different perspective than we've had in the past. Um, and that's helpful because I think more than likely based on um, kind of where we are strategically, like our greatest path for improvement is going to be the improvement of our core group. And that improvement is probably going to be um, greater than any type of impact that we're going to be able to have with like a marginal addition here or there when you kind of think about the group that's returning and the fact that we primarily play nine guys. So um, you know, we'll look at everything external We'll beat the bushes like we always do. Uh, you know, if I sat here last year, I didn't think Nerlens Noel would be playing for us. He was a big factor on our defense being what it was. Uh, you know, I had no idea that we'd end up with Dennis Schroeder in August. So you just got to work the plan. Uh, we've got to be consistent. And uh, in our case, what works for us is being pretty methodical. You know, so I I've said that Sam Presti needs to put everything on the table and I'm sure that in some ways in some regards Sam Presti is doing that and because he plays everything so close to the vest 
there is this opportunity that there is some left turn coming that we don't see developing here over the over the next few weeks. We can only hope. But at this point, I will tell you, um, I don't. There's part of me that's preparing to be very disappointed in, in the Thunder's offseason, and there's another half of me saying, "In Sam, we trust." And is preparing to be wow. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, we'll close things out. I'll tell you why we won when it came to game three of the NBA Finals. Plus, what DeMar Rosen is going through that I think we can all identify with. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app to your smartphone. It's free. It's super easy to use. And any podcast you happen to be looking for, they've got it. Uh, listeners can follow their favorite shows. You can follow your favorite creators. You can like, you can comment. Um, there's episodic shareable playlists. It's just a very cool app if you're into the whole podcast thing. So that's Himalaya, like the Mountain Rage. Download it to your phone and tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. And don't forget today's show being brought to you by Grip6 Ultra Lightweight Belts with no holes, no flap, and... It's a great Father's Day gift. The belt buckles look sharp, really sharp. And it fits, you know, flat right up next to your body where it needs to be. So go to grip6.com slash lock and get a discount on your first purchase. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, I'll tell you why we can all identify with DeMar DeRozan. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. As we start to wrap things up on today's show, DeMar DeRozan, uh, he had the best quote of anybody dealing with these NBA Finals, essentially referring to himself as the sacrificial lamb for the Toronto Raptors to get over the hump. And first of all, it's a true statement. He was the sacrificial lamb. In order to get Kawhi Leonard, look, if you've seen... If you've seen Avengers Infinity War or you've seen uh, the the latest Avenger movie, then you know, and I'm not giving anything away by this, um, the Soul Stone. Soul for a soul. Well, that's what Kawhi Leonard was. He was the Soul Stone. You had to give up a soul in order to get it. Give up a life to get one. We'll give up DeMar DeRozan to get Kawhi Leonard and if the Warriors stay banged up and Kevin Durant doesn't return and Klay Thompson can't be healthy and you can play the way you did in Game 1 and dominate the paint, although Boogie Cousins is making that very difficult uh, for for Golden State right now or making that very difficult for Toronto right now, then you've got a fighting chance to win this series. But for DeMar DeRozan, I've been in that position where you've either worked on a project at work or you've been a part of something. You were tabbed to go be a part of something and it sounded like it was going to be very cool. And as you went along, maybe for the first few days or the first few weeks, then your boss decided to make a change. Or you just flat out got let go. 
and hey man i've been down that road not a whole lot you can do about it and then somebody else comes in because they think they're a better fit and you see them go off and have success well maybe not necessarily in my case but uh you know you do get let go and you wonder at that point you're you're sort of left feeling just like i i don't even know how to describe that feeling because you're in a sense you're a part of it but you're not allowed to reap the rewards for everything that you work for um semi-deprived was the term used in chariots of fire there's another there's another movie reference for you going from pop culture to way back in the early 80s but semi-deprived what was the term that was used they'll lead me to water but they won't let me drink and whether you (laughs) and sometimes this feeling can be just as basic as you being picked for a team being picked last for a team and then you never get in the game never get to be a part of it or you get hurt during some point or hey it worst and it's the low-hanging fruit you've got a girlfriend things were going great for her and you all of a sudden she breaks up you can't figure out why she marries somebody and then they go off and and they have a happy marriage you get Dave Mustaine so that that's there it is there's another there's the other pop culture reference and that's what this has become he got Dave Mustaine he was in Metallica wakes up one day gets a bus ticket told that he's gone now he's on to start Megadeth Megadeth is great it's just not Metallica it's good but it's not recognized as being the greatest heavy metal band in the world use your own opinion to decide if what they are or not that's where DeMar DeRozan is. And I feel for DeMar DeRozan because as you see Toronto start to have success and if by some chance they end up winning this finals, it's going to be very tough for him to deal with to know that you were right there and you could have been part of it, but ultimately the organization didn't think you were good enough to get them over the hump. And I think that is something that as humans we can all identify with. Speaking of Metallica... Uh, Dave Mustaine, Megadeth, that whole San Francisco Bay Area, early 80s metal. Metallica doing the national anthem for game three in Oakland tonight. We all win because anytime Metallica plays, it never sucks, even if Lady Gaga's on stage with them. Okay, maybe that really wasn't that great, but at least it was Metallica. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. And we are done. We will be back tomorrow. Yes, things have been helter-skelter. Uh, But there's a reason why, and I guess we get to tell you on Friday. I thought we were going to be able to tell you on Monday. We didn't, so I put off the podcast. Thought we were going to be able to tell you on Tuesday. Couldn't, so we put off the podcast. We'll tell you on Friday what's going on. Be looking for a new episode tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow evening and Friday afternoon. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Eric G. May God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. Peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast.
Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 